Hello, and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. I hope all is well with you, and I hope all is well with yours. We got a lot to talk about today. A lot has happened in the last two weeks since I've been on the podcast. But I'm going to keep it quick, I'm going to keep it brief, and I'm going to do my very best not to bore you in any way, shape, or form. I want to talk about a lot of things. One of the things I want to talk about is your life, or life in general, and how handling it is the key to either you being happy or you being sad. There are small little keys. I am no expert. I'm just a regular person, just like you are, but I've learned to tackle some things in my life that allow me to not be upset about certain things that do not hinder my progress, do not stop my flow, do not affect me in any way, shape, or form, negatively or positively. And we'll get to some of those. But I want to say a rest in peace to a few people that we have lost since the last podcast. Uh, NBA reporter and analyst Sekou Smith, he passed away. He was 48 years old. Chorus Leachman, who won an Oscar and eight Primetime Emmy Awards, uh, passed away at the age of 94. Miss Cicely Tyson passed away, iconic figure in the black community as an actress growing up. You've seen her in Sounder, you've seen her on so many shows, it's ridiculous. She passed away at the age of 96. John Cheney, the coach of Temple, the coach of Cheney State, passed away at the age of 89. Dustin Diamond, Screech from uh, Saved by the Bell, passed away at 44. Al Holbrook passed away at the age of 95. Legendary actor, you've seen him on many programs. Grant Jackson, who was on the world champion 1979 Pirates We Are Family team, passed away at the age of 78. Glenn Palmer, legendary Oscar-winning actor, he passed away at the age of 91. Leon Spinks, Olympic champion, former heavyweight champion of the world who beat Muhammad Ali, died at the age of 67. Frank Shankowicz, who co-founded Make-A-Wish Foundation, a great organization that gives kids at least something to look forward to as they're going through some of the darkest days of their life. He helped to make wishes come true. Even though he could not save their life, he gave them some pleasure before they left this planet. He passed away at the age of 77. Very shocking to find out this morning, Pedro Gomez, ESPN reporter, especially on baseball, he died at the age of 58. And Butch the Natural Reed, former NFL player, wrestling great, passed away at the age of 66. Now, COVID cases. We have COVID cases, 27 million in the United States of America, and RIP to the 460,000 souls lost to this pandemic. Worldwide, there are 104 million cases and 2.3 million souls lost to this pandemic. Rest in peace to them. We're dealing with super COVID. Uh, The information that comes out about COVID is kind of tricky because sometimes they say, Uh, cases are going down, hospitalizations, but then they say that the deaths are higher than they've ever been. So it's kind of hard to go through the statistics and the muddling of the information that is giving to the general public about COVID. All I know is that I protect myself. I wear masks everywhere I go. I social distance. Even when I have to be in a place that calls to be close to people, I make sure that I keep my distance. I 
keep myself covered. I wash. I'm not trying to be out and about as much, uh, as less as humanly possible and still have a life. We are entering Black History Month. If you don't know anything about black people, and especially if you are a black person, I don't give a damn what country you live in. Take some time each day to study, to learn about your own history. And white people and other people around the world, learn about some of the things that we have done to help make this a better place. I am not just talking acting, dancing, singing, rapping, uh, George Washington carving a peanut. There are a lot of contributions that we have made to this world, and it's time, if you've never done it before, Whatever age you are today, it's time to investigate other people. We are forced to learn other cultures' history, learn something about our culture, learn something about our history, and maybe it'll help you understand who we are as a people a little bit better. That's just a bug in your ear, you know? So I wanted to talk a little bit about, like I said, some keys to happiness and sadness. You know what? One of the things in my life that I've always dealt with, I've always dealt with some form of OCD. And my OCDs have been worse and they've been better. Right now, they're controllable. They are to the point where some of them, I actually like the regiment. They help me get through in life. I like neatness. I like things in certain order. I'm no longer a nut about checking doors, locks, and ovens 15 times a day and making sure that I have a perfect count. But do I like things lined up? Yes, I do. I don't fight it. It's not something I'm ashamed of. It's not something that I battle with. It's not something that I find as a negative. I actually find it a, a positive. It gives me order. It gives me structure. It allows me to know where things are at all times. I place things in the same place. I do same regiments at the same exact time almost every day. Is it a form of a, a prison sentence to be forced to do these things? Yes, it is. There's no doubt about that. I won't, I won't lie to you and say that it isn't. I've had this conversation with my wife. My wife said, you're so regimented in certain things that you do. It's not freedom. And I love freedom, but you, I learned to embrace the parts of me that are imperfect. Because we can't be perfect, but we can be the best we can be. So I also learned about this word called loneliness. Loneliness is, to me, a state of mind. You can be alone, but you never have to feel lonely. If you have you, you are not lonely. You're just alone. Your dreams and your goals might not be anybody else's dreams. They might not be anybody else's goals. They might not want to ever support you. I do this podcast. I send out emails from time to time to buddies of mine, and I ask them to join. And some of them will placate me by saying, yes, I will, and they won't. And that's fine by me. That's on them. That's not on me. I don't lie. I don't say things to make people feel better. I'm not built that way. I don't have that in me to just say something to make a person feel better about themselves just so that at the end I can disappoint them. Am I perfect and all? My plans? No, but I try to honor everything that comes out of my mouth. If I say I'm going to be somewhere at 8.15, you better believe at 8 o'clock I'm already sitting there waiting for the 15 minutes. That's just who I am. And so 
when a person fights loneliness, they say to themselves, they only see the encompass of nothingness. When they have to look at themselves and see wholeness, they have to see the whole picture. It's your goal to go out there and do something. It's nobody else's responsibility to do it with you. You have to be able to get to the point where you say, this is my thing. This podcast is my thing. Golf is my thing. I played football. I boxed. I had nobody in the crowd when I played for the most part. It was my thing. I couldn't put that on my friends. They had a life to live themselves. I was raised in a different kind of manner than maybe a lot of other kids. I had a mother and I had a father. My father and mother looked at me and understood me. God gave me the perfect parents. They understood me as a child and said that there are certain things about this boy that are different than maybe other little boys, and so we're going to feed those things about him. I didn't like other kids. I didn't play with other kids. If I was forced, I did. But if I could be alone, I was alone. I had my wrestling magazines. I had my comic books. I had my cat. I was happy. My father told me that if I ever had more than three friends, I was a fool. And I believed that. Was he right? Maybe he was dead wrong. But I know since childhood that trust was not a thing that was going to be a big thing to me. I don't confide in people. I have never confided in people. Anything that I say while doing this podcast is about as deep as it gets with me and another human being, including my wife. I talk to my wife. I say things to her, but there are things that she never needs to know, and I keep those her protected from it, and I keep myself protected from her ever being forced to hear some things. I'm not carrying state secrets, but that's just the reality of the situation. Trust is not a friend of mine. It's not a word that I throw around. Friend is not a, a word that I understand or really understand well. Have I had friends? I think I've had friends. I've had dear friends, people that I love wholeheartedly. I would go to bat. I would go to war for them and go to war with them. But in my years on this planet, I might have had three friends in total. They never overlap. They were different people from different times and different places. Because if I'm an all in, all out, 100% in or I'm 100% out. If you know if I'm in, I'm with you. If I'm out, I'm out. But you take the time. You take the time, you take the energy, and you figure out what's the most important thing to you. Even if you have to write it down, the pros, the cons, look into who and what you're doing. What does it mean? What are you willing to sacrifice to make that thing happen? If you're willing to sacrifice sleep, peace of mind, you're going to love it as though it's a breathing, living soul, and you could put your time and energy into it. No matter who does not back you, you got the backing you need. Look in the mirror. That person is backing you. So go forward. Go forward. Don't be scared. Don't ever be afraid to fail. Failure is where you learn how to succeed. We don't come out of the womb as just massive success. That's trial and error. Be able to put in the work. Do the trial and do the error. And learn from it. Don't let it eat you up. Don't make it let you drink, smoke, or use drugs. Don't blame fault. 
If we stop faulting others and faulting ourselves for everything and learn to roll with the punches, I'm not saying be in, uh, have no sympathy, have no empathy, be some kind of sociopath about going through life. No, that's not healthy. I'm saying be calculated. Like you're a human computer because you are. You are a human machine and embrace the machine part of you and a lot of the bullshit will fade away. This is for young and this is for old. When I listen back, I hope that I made perfect sense in what I said because I don't mean any harm. I'm here to help. And if I can, that's my main goal. I want to help as many people as I possibly can before I leave this earth. I want to be able to say yes more than I can say no. If somebody asks me for help financially, if a hungry person comes up to me and they say, sir, I have no money. Could you please help me buy blah, blah, blah? I'm going to do the best that I can to do that. What they do with what I give them is not on me, but where my heart is, is what's important. So let's move on. Like I said, I hope that helps somebody. So we got this uh, representative, Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, she's a, a real lunatic. First, she has all these QAnon theories. The House voted 230, 230 to 199 to remove her from some committee assignments. Mitch McConnell's actually called the woman a loony and a cancer to the Republican Party. But you know what? That's that's the tr true deal there. Uh, President Biden has said that Donald Trump should not be having access to the secret intelligent briefings. I wholeheartedly believe him. I don't believe that Donald J. Trump is to be trusted. I believe that he is for sale to the highest bidder. I believe that he wants to harm the country in any way, shape, form, or fashion, that he would love to be able to use any kind of power that he has to hold hostage or use it as negotiations to get things. I, I don't trust him. I don't think that we should trust him. And I think that we should move on from him. Uh, watch yourself out there with these phone scams. I got people phone scams. And, and it's it's ridiculous, man. They get your number, they call you, they try to tell you bullshit. I had a phone scam this week, and let me explain it to you real quick. So they call me. First, the person gets on the line, and they call me as me. Now, does that make sense? They call me as myself. Then they tell me that they were in a car accident, and they're so confused that they're not actually me, but they're my brother. And to please... Help them because this car accident has led them to going to jail. Uh, so I say, what are you in jail for if you were in a car accident? He said, well, I had an open bottle of wine in the back seat of my car. I know my brother. My brother does not drink. See, this is what I mean about evaluating who people are. I know my brother don't drink wine. So it didn't make sense to me. So I'm like, what is this scam? Come to find out, people have been spoofing phone numbers. And claiming that they're locked up so that they need to be bailed out from prison or jail. And to do it, please wire money to XYZ. So just be careful about who you call, who offers you some magic, or who offers you some help that you didn't solicit. Because they are looking to scam you. And for me, honest people can never be scammed because you're not looking for a handout. A person that's looking for a handout is easy to scam because you can play on that part of their brain. But a person that's willing to earn their way. I'm not trying to scam to get 
extra listeners, extra likes. I'm not trying to do any of that. It does not matter to me. If you do this organically, you listen organically, I shouldn't have to ask you to like anything. I shouldn't ask to ask you to share anything. I shouldn't ask to ask you to subscribe to anything. And I will definitely never ask you to send me anything. But that's just the way I am. So watch out for those uh, phone scams. And here, for those of you who don't at least even know anything about black history, let me add something to you. The first black United States Secretary of State is retired four-star general Lord Austin, who just ordered the troops to stand down for 60 days so they can address this white nationalism and extremeness inside the military. This is a retired four-star general from the Army who has been appointed by Joe Biden as United States Secretary of Defense, and that is your moment in black history. The TSA said they would turn away passengers who tried to enter airport terminals, board planes, trains, or buses without masks, and those who refuse will receive federal fines. This is well past due. People should have been massing up in public places, especially places of transportation. No more going fucking crazy on the airline. And you up in the air and you don't want to wear masks. Are they comfortable? Hell no. Do my glasses fog up? Hell yeah. It's a pain in the butt. I hate them. But I, we, I don't want to just live. I want to make sure that those around me are also healthy, right? So this proud boy... Uh, Enrique Toro, he's been outed as supposedly an informer for the FBI since 2012. Well, if this helps to eliminate the Proud Boys, puts them on the radar as a uh, incel terrorist group, if it causes them to go against their own ranks, I'm all for it. Now, do I have anything to substantiate anything about this Enrique? No, I do not. So I'm just putting that bug out there because I'm not big on gossip and I'm not big on rumor. If, the, if it comes out, it comes out and we will all know it. This Ty Garvin uh, in Michigan, the one who wanted to uh, kidnap uh, Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, he pleaded guilty. And now he's going to con- cooperate against the other 13 go- co-defendants. All these guys should do massive amount of time. You do not get angry at a governor and decide that your course of action is to kidnap an elected official. But these are the days and times that we have lived in since 2016. Things have went haywire. And hopefully we could start rewiring the country so that we can get better. If you don't live in America, it has been four years of pure hell. There is no ifs, ands, and buts about that. Pure hell. Between the pandemic, Trump and his lunacy, his people, these Camerons, it has been a trying time for everybody here. Unless you were a white male and you were not affected as much as anybody else, they're always the least affected by any tragedy that happens in the United States of America. A white male with money. So the end of... NRA had to file for bankruptcy. I believe in guns. I own guns. Yes, I ain't got no problem telling you I own guns. I, I carry guns. I drive guns. 
I don't, I'm not have any fear of guns. I want to own more guns, but I've never been a member of the NRA, nor will I be a member of the NRA. I don't need the NRA backing or support or t- actually to financially support them to do what my Second Amendment allows me to do. But we got an ammo shortage here in America that's outlandish, man. I mean, the ammo shortage is crazy. You know, so hopefully they'll turn that around. You can't find a gun. You can't find any ammo pretty much anywhere, you know. So we got this 20-year-old kid, Timothy Wills. He's out there doing a prank robbery for YouTube, right? He gets killed because he comes up on these guys with these fake swords or whatever the hell they got. And how does these, how do these people know that this is not real? How do these people know? How did Mr. Wills think that everybody wants to be involved in bigging up his career? You know what? Leave strangers alone. If nobody is bothering you, do not go out of your way to bother them. Let them live and let live. Now he is deceased. His family has to bury bury a 20-year-old man who just wanted some kind of... uh, notoriety, some money, some clicks, some likes, some comments on Facebook and Instagram, I'm sure. And it doesn't make sense, man. If you're going to prank, forget pranking. Become an actor. Become an actress. Give something to society other than shocking and amazing strangers who don't have nothing to do with you or just going about their life. You don't know the stress that they're dealing with that day. You don't know if somebody just lost their mama, their grandmother, they're going to a divorce, they got a court case, they're being kicked out of their apartment, and you want to play games with them. Everybody's not to be played games with. So find a way to leave people alone. This Kyle Rittenhouse, 17-year-old kid from Wisconsin, uh, we're going to see this week what the judges and what Kosha is going to do because this kid, they say they can't find him. He's out on this $2 million bail that we know that he got from Supremacist, but he's supposedly broken his bail conditions and vanished. And if this was Ray Kwan, if this was Kim, they would be, the marshals would be hunting him down and rearresting him Prontissimo. Uh, I don't want to see any kind of white privilege in this situation. I don't care that he's 17 years old. You shot a couple of people. You were old enough to do that. You were old enough to face the circumstance. You were old enough to be responsible and to follow the guidelines that were set before you and have your damn court like any other American. No fucking preferential treatment. Please, let's end this. Nissan had to call. Recalled 354,000 Pathfinder SUVs. You know what? I looked at Nissans. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Nissans, um, but we'll find out. Uh, you know, this the automotive industry has so many recalls each year. You got to do, like, a lot of due diligence just to buy a new vehicle this day and age. I mean, you really got to do that. You got to look online. You got to go to Carfax. You got you to gotta really do your, your work. I just wanted to put that out there, right? AAA. I dealt with AAA this week. I had my battery died, so I had to get roadside assistance at the home. They come by, they charge the battery. They give me enough charge, but they tell me to go into a center. 
If I go into the center with the AAA battery, they would freely charge the battery back to full life. I sit in the center for hour and change, hour and 20 minutes. They come back to me, tell me the battery is beyond being charged. Okay, that's fine. We need to replace the battery. I don't want another AAA battery. They, they seem to be these discount, who the hell knows batteries. I want a name brand battery. So I decline. But then they give me this long laundry list of everything that's wrong with my vehicle. When I just came from a mechanic and got a clean bill of health, I don't believe in AAA other than their roadside assistance. I believe that they upsell everything that they possibly can. And this is one of the few companies that I actually gave a negative rating to Carfax about, especially this particular office, which you go in to get your oil changed. They'll tell you your brakes don't work. Your wheel alignment is off. I mean, they'll tell you everything that but your child of God. And, and I don't appreciate that. WWE has now decided to uh, close down the WWE network, and they're going to go to the streaming platform Peacock. Uh, you know, if this financially saves WWE a lot of backlash from losing stocks and money, all for them. WWE provides a service of entertainment that has been going on for 50-something years and that a new generation of kids should be allowed to enjoy. I hope they never go out of business. Do I think that the, uh, Vince McMahon should conduct business in different manners? Sure I do, but I hope that they stay around entirely my whole entire life. So I've been into a lot of television lately, but really just hoarding it because what I'm going to do is football season is now over and we'll get to that. I need stuff to watch during the summer, so I'm just holding programs. But I just want to put a bug out there about certain things that have been released. Bulletproof Season 3 is out there. I've been eating Law & Order the Stabler years. That's Season 1 to 12. There's a Tiger Woods documentary. SWAT is back. 911 is back. The Stand is still on. You got Family Guy, The Good Doctor, Bob Hart's Ivy Shola. The Blacklist has episodes. Now, Salt and Pepper's Lifetime movie was horrible. It was horrible. I think they deserve better. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was cheaply done. It didn't look good. The storyline didn't feel good. I'll pass on that, but if you're interested, I'm just letting you know. The little things with Denzel Washington and Lido, a movie, that has been released. We Are the Brooklyn Saints, a fantastic documentary on Netflix. It's only four episodes. I think if you like youth football and want to hear upstanding story about people doing good and doing kids right, I recommend We Are the Brooklyn Saints. Queen Latifah has a new TV show that debuted last night called The Equalizer. You remember The Equalizer from the movies Denzel did one. It was also done by a white British man, but that's out there. The WWE has been outstanding lately. All their programs, Raw, SmackDown, Alessa Bliss, Randy Orton, Bianca Blair, the Flares, the Hurt Business, and Retribution have all been kicking ass and making the show highly entertaining, so I enjoy that. For the first time since 2013, the Baseball Hall of Fame has elected nobody. No one was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. We had a UFC card, the fourth UFC card of 2021. 
the Alistair Overeem versus Alexander Volkov. Uh, it had its moments. Uh, the most shocking was Corey Sagan knocking out Frankie Edgar in like record 28 seconds time. But for the most part, all four UFC cards of 2021 have been bore fest. They have been long. They seem to be bad matchmaking. I'm hoping that this picks up as the year goes along because 2020, they put on some outstanding cards during the pandemic. But 2021 so far, I'm going to give a thumbs down to the first four. Even though Connor was involved, this has not been a good first couple of episodes. Matthew Stafford got traded for Jeff Garrett. And uh, you know what? Matthew Stafford finally gets a little bit of pressure put on him. He has been getting a free pass in Detroit forever. Now Jared Graff gets to get no pressure put on him in Detroit. Now these are two both former overall number one draft picks. And neither one of them have had what I would call careers so far that's been outstanding, even though Jared has went to a Super Bowl. But basically, we kind of credit a lot of that to the defense of Aaron Donald and those guys. So the NFL Hall of Fame class of 2021 is Peyton Manning, Megatron, Calvin Johnson, Charles Woodson, Coach Tom Flores from the Los... No, they should be the Oakland Raiders. I believe. And so it's about time that uh, Flores has got in. Alan Fanica, John Lynch, Drew Pearson from my Dallas Cowboys, and Bill Nunn, the scout, I believe, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Aaron Rodgers won his third MVP award. Walter Payton, man of the year, is quarterback Russell Wilson. Comeback player of the year, who I wish would retire, is quarterback Alex Smith. The quarterback, rookie of the year is Justin Herbert. I believe it that he deserved it. The defensive rookie is Chase Young. I also agree with that. The defensive MVP for the third time is Aaron Donald. And the offensive player of the year is Derrick Henry. The coach of the year I also agree with is Kevin Stefanski from the Cleveland Browns. So they all make sense. We had a female officiate in the Super Bowl for the first time in history yesterday. Her name is Sarah Thomas. Congratulations to Miss Sarah Thomas. The Bucks also had two female coaches who won Super Bowls. Marla Jarafar and Lori Locus. One is a strength coach and one is like an assistant to the offensive line or defensive line. Don't, don't hold me my, my feet to the fire on that. But congratulations to women being involved other than broadcasting or on the sideline with the actual happenings of a Super Bowl. Congratulations, ladies. The NBA, which I think is really shitting on itself with this one, they're going to be holding an all-star game in Atlanta, which makes zero sense to me. The NBA should not be having an all-star game during a pandemic. Do these guys need to be patted on their back so damn much that they need to have this all-star game, especially in a state that has not been following the COVID restrictions the tightest? They could have moved this if they was going to do it to some place that maybe bubbled. 
someplace where maybe the restrictions have been tight and the state has been on top of it. And I'm glad to see that some of the bigger names in the NBA, like LeBron and Giannis, Harding and Kawhi have come down against this. But we'll see what happens because I believe that more than likely if they voted on this as a union, these games will take place on March the 7th when a lot of these guys should be just focused on trying to get to the playoffs. When the championship is still going to be unusual NBA season, I prefer they did that than an all-star game in front of a small crowd. and It makes no sense. I mean, they could have a dinner. And they could even do a dinner or program Zoom live like a lot of other programs have done, award shows like the NFL Honors. Honor the guys. I say honor them, yes. Honor them. State that you've made the All-Stars. Show the highlights. Give them a two-hour program. But there's no need for the game itself. Now, dealing with the NBA, tonight we got the Warriors versus the Spurs. The Bucks versus the Nuggets. OKC versus the Lakers. Tuesday, you got the Warriors versus the Spurs again because these teams have to be trying to keep the travel down. So some of them will become repetitive. You get to play each other in series, right? You got the Celtics are playing the Jazz, both outstanding. Wednesday, you got the Pacers versus the Nets, who still haven't, as far as I'm concerned, turned the proper corner. Thursday, you got the 76ers versus the Trailblazers. Friday, you got the Pelicans versus the Mavs and the Bucks versus the Jazz. Then Saturday, you got the Nets versus the Suns. Sunday, you got the Trailblazers versus the Mavs and the Lakers versus the Nuggets. Next Sunday will be the first Sunday with no football in weeks. I mean, okay, we took a week off last week. As a bye week in between the Super Bowl, but I mean, there's no more football to return. It is done. It is over. College, professional, all done. And so now it's time to distract yourself with other things, television, books. If the weather's nice where you are, maybe you can go out and golf or fish or jog, whatever. Play with your kids. I mean, it's a time to uh, get just get away from sports. I mean... And the NBA hasn't ramped up their schedule yet. Like I said, next Sunday game, Trailblazers versus Mavs and Lakers versus Nuggets. But I hope that you've enjoyed the show. Uh, your feedback is always welcome. I would appreciate it. it. It's a beautiful thing. There's no negative. There's no positive. It's only called feedback. How I take it is not on you. How you give it is not on me. I evaluate it. I look through it. I see what can and cannot be done as far as I'm concerned, and I move on. But I want you to remember, please, there's keys to sadness. There are keys to happiness. Some of us are wired where things are going to go wrong because we just have chemical imbalances, and you're not to be faulted for that. It is not your fault. It is not something that you maybe even be able to change with willpower and fight. You might need medication. I believe that if you're sick, you get the medicine that you need to make yourself feel better. I don't have that conspiracy theory in me that somebody's always trying to harm you. But there are clues and keys to when somebody is trying to bring you harm. And it's our responsibility as thinking adults 
to evaluate situations, all situations, know your surroundings. And when they say know your surroundings, that just doesn't mean like when you get in a vehicle or on a dark block. That's also in your life. That's also with your coworkers. Who has your best interest at heart and who is trying to harm you? You can avoid a lot of pitfalls by just evaluating, being constant evaluation of your situation and your circumstances and who is putting you there. Are you in a situation or circumstance because you don't work hard enough? You didn't train hard enough. You don't care enough. I mean, if somebody's holding you down, don't blame the person holding you down. Find a way to push them out of your way. Find a way to get them as no longer a roadblock. You don't have to drive down the same exact street every day that has that speed bump. If there's another path that has a clear road, there's a choice that you make. Figure it out. Figure it out. Be happy. Live happy. Flourish. Be as successful as you humanly can. And then teach somebody else how to be as successful or more successful than yourself. I'm going to thank you for sitting in for Strange Talk with Doc. And I'll be back next week. I'm going to do a very special show. I'm not going to talk a lot about real life situations. I'm just going to talk about some top 10 lists. Top 10 football players, baseball players. Top 10 candies, top 10 rap songs, top 10 love songs, top 10 movies, top 10 uh, hood movies. I'm going to talk about some general things, just some things, top 10 sneakers. I'm just going to get into some top 10 lists, and I hope that you join me for that show. And I'm going to tell you, like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.